Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente. This is Ish. And, and this, this is season, season two, two of Pero Let Me Tell You. hurricane season but it'll see no 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 i know we say this every year <laughs> every year we say this but don't you think it's rained this year more than ever okay i feel like it started raining in july and usually we get it in august and that wouldn't be raining because it's south florida it always rains but it's not like the usual rain of it rains for like 10 minutes and then it stops right because it, usually in the summer here It'll rain like in the afternoon, you know, when you're getting out of work. Right, unless you're in Hialeah, then it always rains at three o'clock. You know, it'll rain in like the afternoon, like between three and like five. Right, right, right. right, right. And then, you know, own the Araguacero. Right, or and like all hell breaks loose, and then it's sunshine and rainbows and birds chirping. No. But now it's been like. No. Although August is always bad. Yeah. But now it's like been. I feel. I remember a couple years ago, my my beach birthday bash. That turned into like a monsoon. (laughs) So, are we recording? <laughs> it was well. You know we are recording. Okay, I, you know it was. Good. Well, was welcome gonna... to episode seventy-five. This is our boda de plata. No, no, no it's diamond, diamond, diamond. It's our diamond jubilee. Yes. Well, no, in England yeah, the diamond. It's a, it's a diamond jubilee. No, but in England the diamond jubilee is sixty years. Is it? Yeah, that's when the queen turned her her reign turned sixty. It was a diamond jubilee. Okay, whatever. But we're in the United States. And when it was Mickey's 75th, it was a Diamond Jubilee. Right. So, and we're kind of married. So, it's... It's just seven. It's, yeah. it's 75. Yeah, 75. Oh, uh, I always wanted to get to a Diamond Jubilee with you, Poopsie. Aww. But not like those chocolate diamonds that they're trying to convince people are good diamonds because they have so many of them. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys <laughs> listening out there, you guys have been with us for 75 episodes. 75 That's right. roughly 75 weeks. That's a long time. No, more than 75 because we have because like we've two, had two, bonus, two episodes. bonus episodes. So, so. that's like 77 weeks. <gasps> Wow. Wow. You guys are awesome. I think that's like halfway to the gestation period of an elephant. I know, right? Isn't yeah. the gestation period of an elephant like it's like two years, two or, years or something year like that? Yeah. That's why. <laughs> it's like halfway. Wow. Vamos, Paki. Vamos, Paya. Todo Puerto Rico. Ya que renunció Ricky. 
renunció Ricky, <laughs> pusieron a Pelulisi. And Are you making up a name? No. Is that a pusieron, Greek um, I think his name was Pelulisi. Uh, Pierre Luisi. Pierre, Pierre Luisi. Pierre, is that the whole, is it Pierre Luisi? Yes, Pierre, oh, okay. Pierre, Pierre Luisi. Um, and he did not get confirmed by the Supreme Court. So, Wait, um, the, our Supreme Court? Well, their, their, their version of their local, I guess, court. Oh, okay. He didn't, con didn't get confirmed. So then the person who's currently going to be the governor of Puerto Rico is... Um, Ogatanyong. That'd be kind of awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine? Is uh, Wanda Vasquez, who was supposed to be, but she's the one who didn't oh, want it. Oh, she's the one who didn't want the who job. didn't want it. So it's just... Ay, que no quiere sopa, le, so, de, le sirven dos tazas. Like it or not, you know. And she said that she's not going to seek re-election. She doesn't want to do this. She didn't want to do it the first time around. Well, because the thing is that she's involved into Ricky's government. Well, she was part of his cabinet. Yeah, she's very involved, so... The word on the street is on the street. On the street. I know the yeah, tell us so about well. the la, las calles de San Juan. The, the word on the street <laughs> is that um, you know she's very much into the whole corruption scandals and all that. She's tied. And she's into involved. It. Yeah, she's tied into it. So, um, so yeah, uh, she. That's one of the reasons she didn't want to take uh, a government seat because she's afraid that you know by her still being there, she's still like under. The microscope, so guilty by association type of thing, right? And then the guy that um, the governor, Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> Governor Ricky, Ricky Rosello or Rosello, is it? No, it's not Rosello. Mm, yeah, actually, it is. is it? Yeah. Oh, like our friend? Like our friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he actually, when we were talking about this some time ago, he's like, yeah, people think I'm related to him. Or like, oh. when I've gone to Puerto Rico, like, I think he's said that people no. think he's... Um, he has too he has too positive an opinion of Ricky Martin to be related to him. No, and you know, he's not corrupt. <laughs> our friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have gone to that one first, right? That's what okay. I was going to say. You know, he's not corrupt. Okay, I should have gone that route. Yeah. <laughs> Fair but enough. But anyway, um, so no, she's the... Uh, she is the interim, new governor. Of the interim governor? Puerto Rico, the governess. Oh, like the that. governess. I bet that sounds like she's just taking care of children. Okay, the governor of Puerto Rico. <laughs> so, again, vamos pa' aquí. Vamos pa' allá. Todo Puerto Rico! I would love to have some mofongo with chicharrones right now. Oh, that sounds really good. ¿Te acuerdas Benny's on Corway and 107? I it's think they still there. No. It's still there? It, I, I, I hope I, it's still there. I hope it's still there, too. So. I hope it's still there. Actually, um, so speaking of things that are opening and closing, I'm just going to give a quick unsolicited, unpaid um, promo shout out because our girl Martha of Miami oh, is yes, opening Martha. a brick and mortar store. Finally, Martha. Finally. Come on. Uh, it's called La, La Tiendecita de Martha of Miami. Tiendecita. <laughs> um, and it's going to be super cute on... Um, uh, Sunday, August of 18th. Of course it's La Of course it's La <laughs> And inside she's going to have La Ventanita, where she's going to have ca cafecito. Uh -huh. um, but on August Sunday, August 18th, she's going to have her like grand opening. Are we going to be there? We're going to be there. Of, of course, course we're going to be, be there. there. Um, she's going to have her grand opening, and so you guys should all totally go out, look for it, La Ventanita. I know it's going to be on uh, La Cuarenta. Even if you're not people. in South Florida, if you're in other parts of the country, or even our listeners in the Pacific, yep. you should come Absolutely. to the grand opening. Of and I think, um, <laughs> go, to her, go to her Instagram page because there's a code or something that if you sign up for you can get 10% off your in-store purchase mm -hmm. that day by signing up or whatever so she's still one of my favorite people that we've met through the uh, podcast yeah cause she's awesome and we love her not only is she awesome but she she was really able to tap into something yeah you know something that we all knew and something that was still part of our life but she she made it something she made our culture in a way tangible yeah in, 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 yeah. in, in terms of a product right cause you you could never you know, culture is something that's hard to properly 
assess and and properly define. Yeah, make right? physical. And she turned it into something, not only a business and a profitable business, but but into something tangible. Like, and re- that resonates. It's relevant. Exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, good for her. Good for her. So I, we will always have any opportunity to... To promote people we love, and mm-hmm. she's definitely one. And of them. soon we're going to be promoting something else on Bird Road, but that's going to. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Are we finally opening up a Bayou? <laughs> on Bird Road. On Bird Road. Why not? They have the China. They, yeah, the they Chinese had, massage. At one point, they had like four porn shops on Bird Road. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can open Bayou. Were you there the time we went to that porn shop? I'm pretty sure you know the answer to that. Is yes. That. It, it was a porn shop. I think it was I mean, one of our oh, other friends who was going to become a member. Oh, yeah. This was like, and, we and, were like 22. And the uh, the guy signing us up was like, he wasn't sure how to fill out the application. He goes, hey, mom, come here and help me finish. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. this is a It's a family, family business. business. Yes. Well, you can't just trust anybody to run your porn shop. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, seriously, at the end of the day, it's a business. It is. It has to be run it's like legal. any other business. It's legal. It has to be run like any other yeah, business. Exactly. So, you know. And for the record, we were all there as a group. We thought it would be a lark to go rent a porn. No, yeah. we didn't know it would require actually becoming like a member of said porn shop, yeah. and there was a whole process. And yeah. speaking yeah. of video, you know what I saw this um, this week and or this week on YouTube, The Ring. No, oh my god, I'm still not over that movie. Like, what is it? It's like twenty years. years yeah, we're still like years yeah. later. No, um, in uh, Bent, Oregon, they have the last blockbuster video. Because they closed one in Alaska. They closed the two in Alaska. Yeah. 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 Um, and there was one in Australia. Really? That was open until now as well. So this is the last blockbuster video in the world. Oh. And um, it's really interesting. I'm fascinated that it's still operating. So let me tell you how it works. It's, it's very interesting because the first thing I thought about, I'm like, okay, obviously this was a franchise. A franchise. Right, right, right. right, right, right. Um, But even if it's a franchise, a corporation is defunct. Right. So who's supplying these people with With product? With product, right? So the owners of this blockbuster. And it was operating as a rental? Yeah. It's exactly like any other blockbuster. They have the popcorn, they have everything, right? (laughs) Okay. So it's really interesting because the owners, um, they, you know, they find their own distributors. Okay. Well, yeah. At this point, they have to do everything and, on their own. And um, she also, the owner, she'll go to like Best Buy or Walmart and buy like twenty of the same movie. And technically, like Best Buy or Walmart or whatever mm-hmm. Target is not supposed to sell her. Correct. But they, but the managers kind of turn a blind eye because Aww. it's become like a community thing. This blockbuster that they're very proud of because the thing is that, you know, not only do they have like the regular movies, but a lot of it is curated to the community. Oh, okay. So, for example, there's a section in that blockbuster that it's of like movies of up and coming directors or producers that are from Oregon. Oh, that's cool. Or, you know, people that have some ties to the community in some way. And I mean, obviously, you could find your big budget, big yeah, studio movies, your Avengers as well. Endgame, or whatever. But um, that's what people really enjoy from the blockbuster Aww. that it's curated. So that got me going down the rabbit hole of blockbuster of um of YouTube. La de Lupita? <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily the demographic <laughs> in Bend, Oregon. <laughs> well, 
Oregon's very diverse. And, you know, obviously a lot of people, because they were saying that a lot of people go there and take pictures there and it's become a tourist attraction. But they're like, it being a tourist attraction is not enough to keep it open. They need members. Well, people need to pay. But the community is very involved. Like they come and they, you know, they rent videos. And I mean, there's a lot of foot traffic there. And then, you know, the, the, the people that work there, like the kids that work there are very educated in the movie. It's like your movie geek. Remember when you would go to Blockbuster? So it's like when, like Tarantino. Yeah, it's like your movie. They they actually they were like, oh, this is kind of like uh, Bill and um, Bill and Ted. Ted and all these guys that were like movie geeks that worked yeah, in like yeah, video yeah. stores and all that. And then I started watching. You know, again, I went down the YouTube rabbit hole and I started watching right, because because CBS has been off. You haven't been able to see this on CBS Sunday, Sunday morning. morning, right? No, and the view is on hiatus. Right. What am I gonna do? <laughs> I don't have the view, and I don't have CBS Sunday morning due to once, the dispute. Once he's done with this, we have nothing to talk about. It's listeners. like I'm done. We're done. I'm done. We're just what gonna jump to the last soda. This is going to be a 10-minute so, episode. <laughs> so they were saying that now because of, you know, uh, streaming services, right. that the way they curate, you know, the content for you to discover is an algorithm. Yeah. And that's lost a lot of the, like... There's no know, discovery. There's no discovery. Exactly. Yeah. There's no discovery. It, that's exactly what this yeah. these reports said. I saw, saw, like, two or three reports. And they were saying that in, you know... It happens what, with music now, too. What they're trying to do, whether it's through trying to revive blockbuster video or whatever is that they're trying to come come to a, a middle ground mm-hmm. where there still can be some video stores and 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 as such you know there could be some video stores and and people who want to have that experience they can well so. because they still make DVDs and people yeah. still buy you know, the box sets and the collections mm. and things like that. Do you think it's a matter of maybe Netflix? Because I think they still offer the mail service. No. They, they don't? don't? No. Oh, they officially got rid of it? None of them do. No, no, no. Netflix doesn't offer the mail service? No, they service? don't. They haven't for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So everything is streaming. Oh. The only one that still exists, and it's very seldom, do mm-hmm. you see them, is Redbox. Because Redbox also... Well, they're all they're in supermarkets. That I do see. Yeah, but but I, I but at one point in time, time there were a lot of red boxes. But now oh, okay, the, okay. that has dwindled as well. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, I'm if there was still a blockbuster nearby, I would totally go to blockbuster. Not that I wouldn't use Netflix and all that, but I I do think there's room for both because I I found that when I would go to blockbuster. You couldn't help but browse. Of course. You would pick up, that was the best part about going to Blockbuster. You would pick up the movie. You would read it. You would touch it. You would look at the back. And then sometimes, or most of the time, you would come out of there with a movie that you never anticipated watching. You didn't even know it existed. Whereas here, it's like, next, next, click, 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 click. Well, because click, it's, click, oh, you enjoy movies by so-and-so, right. boom. This is a similar movie. So you, again, it's almost like the social media effect where you're in your your own echo chamber. You know, yeah. you, you never step outside of that. But it's the same thing when you and I used to go to music stores. We would spend hours browsing Virgin Megastore, Specs, uh, you know, all of it. That is and, something. And it was, you would walk out of there with like, I don't necessarily know what this may be, but it looks fun, you know, and it looks I discovered so much music yeah. through... Um, Blockbuster music. Well, blockbuster, we go blockbuster music through um, like being able to listen to the CDs there. That's right. These because, <coughs> excuse me, when I was like, I was really into Brit pop before, and when I mean Brit, I don't mean Britney. I mean British pop. <laughs> <laughs> I've been into British pop for like 
since I was in middle school. Yeah. And I used to go to like the international section the of CDs. Imports. The uh, imports. We'd be oh paying my, like it's been that long. It's been that long that you I know, use the wrong forgot, terminology. You forgot it was called imports. We right? would pay like ten dollars for a single. Yeah. But when you would discover that music, it was awesome. And now I mean, I know a lot of people discover music through Spotify, but it's I just feel it's not the same. There's something about having tactile, the, the that, tangible. Yeah, of, that tactile experience. Like now, you know, you've seen, I've been buying vinyl. And there's something about getting that record and opening it and like looking through the lyrics. With the CDs, and all that. it was about the, the booklet art, the the lyrics, the design. The, what just, was the best feeling in the world? The best feeling in the world is when you're a 14 year old teenager, all right? <laughs> and you subscribed under one of your many aliases to Columbia House mm-hmm. or BMG. Or BMG, right? And you would order like 20 CDs for one penny. Right? And then you would send in that card. And you knew it took about two weeks. So when it was approaching two weeks, every day when you got home from school, it's like, okay, is it today? Is that it today? It's, box. it's a box here. And the day that you would come home and the box would be there waiting for you, it's like, oh. the, it's like the heavens open up, the music came out, the light. It's like, my CDs <laughs> are here. <laughs> Such simple pleasures. Oh, okay, I need to, one of these weekends, I need to kidnap you. On a Saturday, mm-hmm. and we need to go up to Broward. Okay. There is—I told you about it. Um, there's this record shop, yeah, next to my favorite comic book store, Tate's. Uh huh. Vinyl and CD. Okay, we have to because one of our and listeners, they're all used. One of our one of our listeners I, I found a freaking vinyl Jerry Hallowell, Michiko Latino. One of our listeners single. who he's DM'd us a few times. He's very into Mariah Carey as well as I am, and that boy goes up there and he gets like singles of Mariah Carey and they all this ha- stuff. Dude, that shit like, I forgot existed. Yes, and I'm like, coño, like whenever I've gone to a vinyl shop, I don't find anything. Although I felt a little sad because they had like eight eight um, CD singles of Talia's "Baby I'm in Love." I'm like, oh, what's <laughs> going on? They were all like a dollar. Columbia House, man, that was the greatest thing that ever. Was shit, I liked Columbia House more because Columbia House you could return at the store, and BMG you couldn't. Oh, because BMG wouldn't have a barcode. BMG CDs was like direct from the factory. It would say manufactured by BMG Direct Marketing. Those motherfuckers. So it wouldn't have a barcode, but Columbia House did. So you know, whenever I didn't turn in back the little card for my featured selection, whenever you would get like you know Vince Gill, yeah, Vince Gill, or like you know I don't know the Grateful Dead. I'm like I'm gonna listen to this. (laughs) I will go to like you know tracks or specs and be like, yeah, uh, I have the CD that I got for my birthday, and um, I want to return it. Be like, I don't know where they got it. I'm, I don't know. And this was before Walmart, too. Mm-hmm. Walmart will take anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. When it was a music store, it's like Specs and all that. You got to hustle a little bit more. Yeah. You know what was great? When I worked um, at the water metering company that I worked, i.e. where the Specs was. Yeah. Like the original Specs on US Where we went to get a tickets for the Spice Girls first tour. Yes. Yeah. That I worked behind. Like where Swenson's is. Yeah, you were a hop skip. Yeah. I remember every when I would get paid every Friday. Not only would they would I go to that specs, but next to that specs was CD Warehouse, which was a used that's CD, right. you know, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot so about CD Warehouse. That's that that is one of the reasons why my CD collection grew to what it was. I was like two thousand CDs. That is what because it was like two dollars for a CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I bought Body Mind Soul by Debbie Gibson. <laughs> and you know what? I thank you for it because that's how I discovered that album. <laughs> that album is great. That is um. Whatever. I was not going to get into it. When I was in middle school, I would buy Kylie Minogue CDs, you know, at like $30 an album. And I'm like, ha, 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 I like this girl and nobody here knows her. And then, you know, 
cut to 2019. Cut, no, cut to like what was it, 2001 or 2002 when oh, yeah. can't get you can't get out, of my, out head. of my head came out. I'm like, yeah, next. I, yeah, I'm <laughs> you were done. done with her. I'm done with that. So uh, anyway, she's wonderful. Though. Um, Columbia House, we miss you. That's never coming back. <laughs> no, I think the music industry is one of those that. Dave. I mean, I could see music stores like as a niche coming like, like back, like vinyl, and, like, like vinyl, and even CDs. Well, like what exists now. You know, I was. You know what I was never into. I was never into tapes. I was into tapes in the sense of when we everybody had Walkmans, because that's how you would listen to stuff on the go before the, the you know the discman. You know, it's the very first CD I got. I didn't even buy it. I the remember f- my first CD. Go what ahead. was your first CD? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. My very first CD I got, I got for my birthday. In 1992, mm-hmm. my parents gave me a boombox, okay, but with a CD player. So that was my first CD player, and the first CD that I got, which they bought me, was Erotica. They bought you Erotica? I know, right? Because I think they just bought it because it was Madonna, right? They didn't, they didn't, really, right. They didn't look too closely at the back of the, the at the, the back where, where she was sucking, sucking her own toe, toe yeah. or her own toe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And no, and back then the CDs came in that long paper uh, case. Yes, yes that's right. Which the I cardboard. Still have many of them, the cardboard. Yeah, they kind of didn't, they overlooked mm. that. But that was my first CD. And I remember, don't you remember I took it to school? Yeah. And it was like very scandalous. Well, it of course was like, it was. It was, it was erotica. Like, Shh, put it back in my book bag. Um, it was like, you yeah. know, I took a porn mag to school, it, you know. By contrast, my first CD that I got was also for my birthday as a gift was Paul Abdul Spellbound. S P E double L bound. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I never, I. Decidedly more I, I kind of stopped buying records in like 1990, and it's funny because Mariah's first two albums I bought on tape. But I was I never really got into tape. I just went from like I mean, obviously with Mariah, I mean I was going to take her her music or whatever medium. Yeah, exactly. I, I, exactly. I, I, I could if take it, it if it came in a jacket. But, but the 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 tape era for me was very short. I went from vinyl to CDs, and then I never looked back. Well, look at that. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. Speaking of reboots <laughs> and things from the 90s. Okay. Give me the Lisa and I know to 1 You know what? I want to see it. I saw I, it. You saw it? I, I saw half of it. I haven't seen it yet because it came out as of this okay, recording so, came out yesterday. So I need. Okay. You had told me what the setup was. Mm-hmm. But what, what's weird about the setup is that it's them in real life, but it's not them in real life. Because right, for it's example, fictionalized versions. Right. Because, for example, Steve is not married to Megan Fox. You mean David? David, I mean. Yeah, exactly. He's not married to right, right, Megan right, Fox. Right, right, right. So it's them, but it's not them. They're playing fictionalized real-life versions of themselves. So, I mean, look, I think that if you enjoyed the show and you're a really big fan of the show, um, I mean, I see it from the point of view of, like, I'll take whatever I can get from this cast. Right, right, right. Um, obviously, you know, there's a big hole in the whole thing with well, Luke Perry not being there. But, but, what are you do? but um. Man, the timing because that was filmed right after he died. Yeah, it was. It was. I think Shannon Doherty was not even going to come back, and I think that she changed her mind. Like, if not like right after he died, or like right before he she died, she wasn't going to come back for her health, health reasons. Right, she was really she, sick but she wasn't going to do it. Cancer. Yeah, she wasn't going to do it, and I think because he died, she kind of. She's like, you know what? I, I everybody's I, doing. I'm gonna. I do need it too. to do this. You right. know, he's he's no longer there, and now it feels like, it felt a little more important. I think to her, yeah, to be part of it. Yeah, that's so sad. So sad. Yeah, I mean, look, it's sad at any age and all that, but I mean, we talked about it he here was when in his fifties. He we talked about it here when yeah. when when it happened. It's like he was. I mean, this happens to any like heartthrob that passes away, right. you know. But you know, these are people that at one point epitomize youth and you teenage know, and 
cool, cool and all right, that. Right. And, you know, and, they fall sick and... And it could happen to anybody. To and anybody. Oye, porque eso que te da una sirimba es de la presión. That's yeah. not even... Uh, that's not like, oh, because you're an alcoholic or you're this. Right. No, that... I mean, we have a friend who has high blood pressure. Yeah, and she's... And she's thin. the thinnest of all of us. Yeah. And, you know... And she takes care of herself, and it's, you know, that's genetics. Speaking of reboots of the 90s, now that we've mentioned 90210, mm -hmm. Beat that they're going to reboot? Well, it, I don't, at this point. Every, yeah, it's like, what are they not week, rebooting? Every week it's something different. Like, I don't know. You could tell you me. You know what, though? I got to say, with all these reboots that you and I are, are now kind of <laughs> trashing, and we're going to trash probably this next one, you got to be careful what we wish for. Well, we're not, because we're at, not one point in time, at one point in time, we were like hungry for all this stuff. But it's like anything, you know, then it becomes, not, it's not special anymore. They're rebooting uh, Home Alone. Oh, that's right. I read, the, I saw the headline, but I haven't read up about anything about it. Yeah. But they're turning it into like a series. I don't know. I just heard Disney is rebooting Home Alone. So how do we feel about this? Um, I just think that given today's climate, I mean, if it's going to be a series, pretty much second episode is his parents wind up in jail for neglect, right? Because that's... <laughs> or, you know, he doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> right. Like, because that's the only way this is going to work. If... I love how in the original we kind of bypassed that. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's one of those things where, like, you know, nobody found out. But nowadays, que todo mundo está metido. Like, honestly, Home Alone nowadays would be just an episode of the programa ese los chismosos on ABC. Uh, what would you do? I wonder... Okay, so hear me out on this. I'm going to look up the... I'm gonna I look, wonder, okay, dude, I'm gonna if, look it up. if Home Alone is rebooted and it's somewhat... If it's somewhat true to the original, I wonder if it will do well for this reason. It's not even the Macaulay, call it, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin fa factor. factor because I believe that Macaulay Culkin was lightning in a bottle. They found like correct, the perfect correct. kid for the perfect role at the perfect time. It was time. just all – But let's uh, say they find right. another cute kid, another cute Kevin. I feel that Home Alone was very much slapstick comedy. Which I fucking love. Do you think that there's a market for that today? I think there still is. Unfortunately, I think slapstick comedy has become the thing of – children's what i what i call kid coms mm -hmm. like you know the nickelodeon disney channel type things when i will be the first to tell you slapstick is hard it is not easy to land a joke and to do the timing because i well you saw the play that i did mm -hmm. it was pure slapstick pure physical comedy and i mean you watch an episode of i love lucy and tell me that she didn't have you know, so it, many factors. It, it was just so many factors. Like mm -hmm. it was all detailed. And I think nowadays people look at it as like, oh, eso cosa de antero. That's for kids, or that's so stupid. You know, it's and the also, same way that most people look at sitcoms. When the reality is, you have to look at a sitcom as uh -huh. it is a play. You know, people just look at it, all that stuff now as eh, eso. You know, that's not funny anymore. Or that's you know, that's lower class humor or whatever. Um, so I just I think people don't give it. What I think will also be deserves. interesting is that Home Alone, the original, and I mean you tell me here because I don't I don't remember. My sister I, loves that movie. She still I, laughs like an idiot. I feel that that was insofar of a family movie that people of all ages went to see that movie. Yeah. No, so no, I yeah. wonder if now is that going to be marketed as a children's movie? Because now I feel that um, things are so. It will be. It'll. They'll try to push it as a family movie. Right. You know, which is what it was, you know. But everybody, initially. everybody jumped on board with no, that movie. No, I agree. But I think it, it was a family movie. But the problem is that nowadays, what it means to be a family movie is less broad than right. it used to be. 
Right. You know, it's funny because this article I was trying to look to see, it doesn't tell me one way or the other if it's going to be a series other than it's on the streaming service. But it says, does the basic premise even work in the era of smartphones and rideshare apps? No, that's why I'm saying. like, are, Unless they remake it in that time. I don't think they should remake it. They don't need to. No, they no, no. They don't need to. Need to. I mean, listen, Disney, it's enough that you're remaking all of these, you know, cartoons with Look, for no reason. I feel that the comedy on Home Alone is the type of comedy it's that's timeless. timeless. It is timeless. You don't need to re- you don't need to reboot it. You know what? Go ahead and like clean up the original movie. I don't know, make it 4K. Right, whatever. right, 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 right. You know, Ted Turnerize uh, it. Right, you know, <laughs> release it in 4K and like ultra 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 violent high, high definition yeah, yeah, yeah. that you know you feel you're in the movie. Whatever. But I don't think it needs to be redone. No. It, it's it I mean, I know that we have gotten to the age that it's like, oh, but that movie's not that old. Yeah, it's almost it's 30 years old. But it's not even about how old it is or isn't. It, I, it's just, it's, I don't. I feel you that to. if you show it to a kid now, they're still gonna laugh. My nephews laugh. Yeah, they're, they're gonna laugh. laugh at it. It's it's funny because it's a type of humor that is it's it's not bound by time. You and know? there's not even anything thinking thinking back. And again, I don't have a minutia recollection of it. It's not even one of these movies that people are like, well, we're, we're gonna remake it because there's problematic. No, areas. no, there no, isn't. And, and also. That movie has aged very well because there's things that we watch now from like the 80s or even early 90s that we kind of watch it now for kind of a little bit of a camp and kind of a little Absolutely. ridiculousness Absolutely. factor. Yeah. That's like, oh my God, look at the, look at, I feel that's the case with Say by the Bell, you know? Say, say by right. the Bell, it's, it's, not, it's, it's a not different. Age well. Yeah, Say by the Bell doesn't age well, but we look at it now through 2019 eyes and we're like, oh my God, look at Zach's phone and right. look the at pants the, and... the pants and the way. That's not even the case with Say by the, with um, Home Alone. Because there's oh. nothing over. Overtly of its time period. Yeah, it's uh, just them, you know, going on vacation and leaving the kid behind. Yeah. <laughs> we still use planes. Yeah. We still go to Paris. Oh, I wonder if there's a sequel to the reboot if Donald Trump is going to be in it. <laughs> oh. They should, no, they That's should. one of those few movies, and, you know, maybe you feel differently, that I think the sequel was just as funny as the first one. I don't remember the sequel. I may not have even seen it. With Tim Curry? I may not at the Plaza Hotel. I know the whole premise, but I don't think I've. Oh my god, it's like amazing! Really? (laughs) Yes, it's so good. I I love the first one. There was a third one, right? There was a third one without uh, Macaulay Culkin. Well, because at that point he was, you know, eighteen. It's like (laughs) you're home alone. I mean, okay, great. You know, Um, they did. I think it was three movies and two made-for-TV movies. There was one with I think uh, Karen Duffy in one of them. Wow. (laughs) Well. There we go. I don't know how many of our listeners even know who Karen Duffy is, but... Wait, who's Karen Duffy? I have a braid fart. The VJ? Duff? Oh, Karen Duffy! Oh, we love Karen Duffy. She's gorgeous. With her bob. Yeah, she always had short hair, and I don't... that bob. She had that Victoria Beckham cut before Victoria Beckham did. (laughs) (laughs) She was in a... Wasn't she in a Neutrogena commercial? She was in all the Neutrogena commercials. Along with Rebecca Gayhart? (laughs) Right, it was her, Rebecca Gayhart, and then Mandy Moore. Yeah, <laughs> and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Those were some fun times. Th- that was when. That's when you knew you made it as a female celebrity. When they, when Neutrogena came and told you you have oily skin. That's so, when you were in. I want to bring something up that our friends at the podcast that um we were talking about the um, uh, Sp- Spanish Hockey Presents. Spanish Hockey Presents, which we yes. we posted something in our Instagram about them this week. Uh, 
good. I mean, Listen hey, if you guys. if you like us, yeah, it, don't stop listening to us. No, absolutely but, not. It, it, there's but, enough for everybody. But if you like us, you'll you'll love them. I mean, it's kind of like it's us times two. It, there's yeah, four of them. there's four of them. But it's kind of like a little bit of this. I, I don't want to say similar setup because they certainly have their own thing. But it, it's a little bit of the same feeling. Um, you know, they are they're all Latin. But two of them are from Miami. Raised here from Miami as well. Uh, one is Colombian. One is Puerto one, Rican, one per, one the, girl, the girl's Cuban, Raisa's yeah. Cuban, and I don't remember what the other guy is. So I, I was listening to a few of their episodes, and I, I totally loved them. And it's funny because they talked about something that I kind of had wanted to bring up in our conversation eventually. Okay. Um, it's not something that's topical. But, but they here talk, we are. They talk <laughs> about Selena merch. Oh, Selena. And it's funny because... It, that's something that again I wanted to bring up whenever you know whenever yeah. wherever whenever whatever um, you know what's gonna happen now I'm gonna want pizza. <laughs> so what they were saying, which I agree with, mm-hmm. which I agree with, is that Selena, at least in terms of merchandise, yeah, yeah. has reached a level which again is good for the Selena brand, right? right. That you'll have you know a kid that's like sixteen, seventeen. Wear the Selena shirt because it's right. a cool thing to do. And probably the only song they know is Beady Beady Bum Bum. Which is, in all fairness, a great song. I'm, nothing is taking away from <laughs> the song. Nothing is But, but that How it's... How long has it been now that she died? It's, it's been. been 24 years. She died March 31st, 1995. I will never forget that date. Never. Wow, like that is, that is like ingrained in my mind. How old was she when she passed? 23. So she would be, I don't do math, so she, she would be, be 47. Oh my gosh, she'd be, Selena would be almost 50. Yeah, she'll be 47. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, we're not the only ones that age. <laughs> no, I know, but it's just funny because it's like, I mean, especially when people pass away, you know, you, you, you stop right. thinking of them as, yeah. as older. And, and, um, <clears throat> so I, what do you think about that? Do you think that she has reached that kind of iconic level like, I don't know, maybe like the Rolling Stone and the Beatles and stuff like that of of people that are just, they're icons for, they're icons. So people wear their merch because they're icons and really don't know, not so much for their music or, what, or whatever their platform was and more because of who they are. I think she's in a very, very odd subset of iconography, which is people who died very young mm-hmm. and who we will never know if how far the career would or would not have gone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so she's in a in the same the same realm now as a Jimi hendrix a kurt cobain um amy they, winehouse it's funny you say that because they said something on there <laughs> because that they i i totally agree with it's kind of like they were reading my mind. Mm-hmm. They said something on there that um, they were like, how many people do you see that are like, I don't know, teenagers or even their 20s? They're, mm-hmm. they're young and they're, 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 um, in a, they're in a Jimi Hendrix t-shirt. Yeah, and they and, don't know they don't. his music. Right. So, so, so I think she's definitely part of that club. Um, it's a very, very select club, and it's a very horrible club to be a part of yeah, if you really stop and think about it. Um, but she's definitely part of, part of that, that world. Excuse me. Further to that, though, is because she's she's Latina, mm-hmm. it almost elevates her to another level. Because now she's not only part of this, you know, gone so soon, gone so soon, but now she's gone so soon and she's one of us. Right. 
You know what I mean? It's very, right. it's, it's a very different. Mira, when they were talking about that, I thought about the time some years back, maybe a, I don't know, six, seven, eight years back, that I had bought a Beatles T-shirt, mm-hmm. and I, I bought the T-shirt because it was really cool. I had like a picture of them for that I really liked, mm-hmm. and I like the Beatles. I mean, I. I, I have I, I have a couple of their CDs mm-hmm. of like their greatest hits or whatever, and I certainly acknowledge what they did for music right. and the importance and relevance that they had and continue to have right. uh, in music. But I, the Beatles' music is not something that has been the soundtrack of my life, and it will never and, be. And again, there's songs of theirs that I really love. I love right, "Hey right. Jude" and "Yesterday" and "Golden Golden Slumbers," and I can name a, a bunch that I I love those songs. But those songs, to me, I like them, but they're not meaningful in terms of me growing up or right. whatever. They right, don't have right, a right. relevance in terms of my life. Right. And I did. I stopped wearing this shirt because I'm like, you know, this is kind of inauthentic. Did you really? I did. I did because even like, though you genuinely like the, the shirt. shirt, I didn't. I only wore it a couple of times because I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna look like this total Beatles like diehard fan that I'm. I'm not. You know, and really, yeah, I, I didn't wear it. I didn't wear oh, it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't wear it. That's interesting. It's funny because I had something something like the opposite um, happen to me actually a couple of weeks ago at work. I had bought the shirt at Uniqlo. Like it's and it's a it's this. Um, I think I've probably worn it around you. It's just a regular T-shirt. It's striped. It looks like a sailor mm-hmm. shirt. Mm-hmm. And then over the left breast, uh, like where the pocket would go, mm-hmm. it has a little embroidered like banana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the reason I bought it is because it's part of this uh, collection that they had for Andy Warhol. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, I love pop art. Roy Lichtenstein is my favorite artist. You know Andy Warhol. I love all of that, and that's why I bought it because I was like. If you know, you'll get it. But if you don't, it'll just be like, oh, what a right. shirt. Right, a, a guy with it a banana. It wasn't blatant. No, because right. the banana is literally like Right, tiny. right, right. So I was at work the other day, and this guy was walking by, and he's like, hey, I really like your shirt. It reminds me of, and I turned around, and when he saw the banana, he's like, Andy Warhol. Yeah, I see the banana. Da, da. And it, it felt like this, I'm like, okay. Mister, don't touch the banana. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get one that has a banana on one on one breast and Willie Chidino's face on the other one. That'd be kind of amazing. We're making that shirt, by the way. Um, <laughs> this is happening. That's amazing. <laughs> we come up with all these great ideas we do, when we're recording. And it's, and it's good that it's on, it's, it's yes. on tape yes. or, or mm-hmm. SIM card. Um, like we see <laughs> going, no, no, no. <laughs> the banana. The banana. But it made me feel like, okay, cool, because now – I'm wearing this shirt that somebody else gets, and so it's a shared mm-hmm. experience. But if nobody else knows it, right? Eh, whatever. whatever. It's a cute shirt. So I, I, I had, you know, it's interesting that you say you wouldn't wear it because I probably, I guess, in that that's a weird because I probably would never bought a Beatles shirt to begin with. But you know, it was a nice, it was a nice feeling to have somebody right. But recognize but Andy the Warhol shirt. is something that even more obscure to the average person nowadays. Andy Warhol than the Beatles. No. Well, well, yes and no. The average yes person, no. the average person nowadays probably doesn't know who Andy Warhol is. Probably would have to think about it. Y mucho más if it's one of his pieces that's not a Campbell soup can or Marilyn Monroe. Okay, fine, but people know the name. They might, or, or they might be like, it sounds familiar. I'm talking about the average person. But yeah, no, compared I, to the Beatles, I didn't wear. Well, no, obviously the the Beatles are more no. well known. Um, but yeah, I'm like, you know, this is kind of like That's not authentic. So funny. Yeah, because I'm like, this is not really me. Uh, I bought the shirt and, and I feel, 
and I've said so this why before. did you buy the shirt? Just because I thought the shirt was cool. The you just like the design. I like the design. Like okay. the shirt, I still have it. it. The shirt was white, and then it had this picture of them, which. I mean, the picture was the picture was in black and white, okay. but then it said the Beatles in like hot pink. That's okay. First of all, you would never wear hot pink. I know, right? <laughs> like that is the reason I would think you. And would stop I thought wearing the it. shirt was really cool. And I don't know, whatever. And I, I wore it a couple of times, but then I'm like, I'm not really a Beatles. I'm not enough of a Beatles fan to be wearing a t-shirt. You felt like a fake fan. Well, not type even. of thing. Like, like I'm again, I'm not enough. If I'm going to wear a T-shirt, you know, as we advertise, here, something? if I'm going to wear a right. band or somebody's face on a T-shirt, you I damn well be, better. I know about that person, and that person is a big deal to me. Right, right? It means something to you. Yes, yeah. right. And I just I wore it only a couple of times. I would totally wear a Selena T-shirt, but then again, but I, Selena means more to you more than, to you, than the Beatles. Like, the, right, I know Selena. You know the exact date. I, she I died. know all her songs. Right. I you know. It's funny because a couple of weeks ago. Remember when I got you the Britney T-shirt before we went to yeah to Vegas? Yeah, baby. I had in my hand to buy, and this was one of these things that if you would have been there, you would have <laughs> hit me over the head. And you were like, "Buy it," but you know me, <laughs> Mister Conservative. Well, no, I'm not conservative, but you know me for well, for me for right. me clothing wise. You're um, more so than they me. had an insane T-shirt. <gasps> With their at Target, first, at Target with their. First I know the album, shirt you're talking about. With their first album, I'm like, I'm totally gonna buy this. I'm totally. I've gonna almost buy bought this that shirt four times and rock this shirt, you know. And I was like, I'm gonna wear it like with like you know, a bit like uh, my Jordans and like whatever. You should have bought that shirt. And I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna buy it because then it's gonna be weird. And, Why? You know, and I could just imagine, you know, my brother being like, hey, we're gonna oh, so he doesn't have to wear it and whatever. I. Going, you know what? We should go. You should take me to. I'm Target. taking to Target right when we when we Target's open till eleven. When we are done, we're gonna go buy the damn Insync T-shirt. Um, this was, I, I just bought it like four times, was, but every time, like one time, instead I bought a Britney shirt. The other time I bought a Cruel Intention oh shirt. Another time I bought okay, a Golden Girl shirt. me of okay. So our good friend, I'm so pissed our good friend Stephanie from Mamas and Merlot. So Stephanie, when you, you listen to this episode, a little shout out to you. <laughs> We're so getting Steph- a text. Stephanie and I sometimes get a little DM, <laughs> like you have, you have a DM, a DM versation. Yes, and um, yeah, she went to the Jonas Brothers concert this week, and I was kind of telling her it was so funny because she was so like ready to get defensive because I, I was I thought that the song in the year three thousand was like that's not their song. Actually, I thought that song was like a joke. I didn't think it was a real song. Oh, okay. I, 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 that's honestly the first time I heard that song was by this British boy band called Busted. Okay, I thought that song was like a promotional song or like the intro to Phil of the Future, like <laughs> anything but a real song. And it's funny because one of the clips on her Insta on her IG stories was of that song, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I thought that song was a joke, and she's like, don't you even dare! And I'm like, listen, <laughs> no hate to the Joe Bros. No, you I, like the Joe I, I, Joe's I, Brothers, yeah. She was like ready to like come to my she house, taking off her earrings. <laughs> Kick my ass. But anyway, I start telling her, you know this about me. But she was like, okay, this is a little weird. I start telling her, you know, I don't know too many of the Jonas Brothers songs, but I do remember their album covers. Like, I remember that one album cover that it's like a white wall and they're dressed in white with like like scarves. Or like, oh yeah, yeah, and it says Jonas Brothers and like, and like script that, that script font. And then yeah. I remember the yeah. other album that was them with umbrellas in Times Square. And she's like, "Okay, that's a little weird." And I'm like, "I don't know why," which is true, and you know this. I have a really random. Well, I have a good memory. Yeah, no, my God, you do. But I have a good memory for album covers. You do, <laughs> like, and and album covers that you just saw like on a display at you know at, at Specs. Do you remember once. the album cover to that girl Poe? 
that it was like her face wasn't that the one with the with the with the, the ball yes yes but then her hands were on her face yeah. like yeah i remember like and it's albums that i didn't even buy of people I have that no interest I, like i'll never forget the album to terry ellis is uh from in vogue her yes, that's the one she's wearing a hat yes oh you're pretty good too with like a green background southern gal i remember that i have a really good memory for album covers mind you i may not know the artist or a single song on the album but i remember the damn album cover oh God, so stephanie was a little weirded out she's like well, okay and i'm like no 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 no. you don't know this is just a thing it's, it's a thing it's a thing, it's a thing. like Wow, I haven't thought about that about the Terry Ellis album. Like, I think a lot of people haven't thought about the Terry. <laughs> she hasn't thought about the album. I do that because that song came out that her solo project came out in the height of In Vogue and it went nowhere. Bueno, but that's like esta Nicole Scherzinger when she released her solo album at the height of Pussycat Dolls and nobody cared. <laughs> so yeah, I have a really good memory for album. Oh, you really do. See, that's something that that's a that's a skill that's going to be lost now. Oh, because because you can't memorize something when it's that small on your phone, yeah. and if you're not even looking at your phone when it plays. No, because I would always see these CDs at. There we go back to yeah. CDs at the store. I would see them over and over again. I'm like, what is that? Like, but I would keep seeing it over and over again. Uh, you know, that's why I bought the Josh Groban album. No, did, wasn't it Michael Bublé you bought no. because of the cover? No, no, no. I bought the Josh Groban that Josh Groban album that it's the the orangish, which yeah. is like three quarters of his face yeah. and whatever. Because during that time I was working at Carnival, and sometimes during lunch, actually a lot of times during lunch, I would just go to the Target that was like maybe 10 minutes away, and I would just spend my lunch walking there, and there was always this giant thing, like when you would walk in, there was a sign for Josh Groban. When you walked to the CD section, it was Josh Groban. There was a little sign, and then Josh Groban. After like about a month, I literally walked in, I picked it up, I walked to the register, and I'm like, you know what, Josh Groban, you win. You win. <laughs> you win. You win. I'm buying it. I never listened to it. That's but like, I was like, you win. Anytime somebody takes a really up close picture of themselves, of their face, like really up close, yeah. and it's in a blue hue, I'm like, mira, un dia normal. <laughs> you know that which one that one is, wait. right? Wait, wait, un dia normal, un dia normal. I know this, I know this, I know this. That's going to kill me. Mind you, I don't like him. I don't like any of his songs. Sorry, people. It's not Juanes. Is Juanes. It? Okay, yeah. Yeah, normal. Oh, do you know that for some reason I've seen Juanes in concert like five times? <laughs> <laughs> there was like a two year span where I, every time I would go to an event, because I mean, Juanes, Juanes come to our show. Because of what I, you know, because of advertising, I would always go to events and it would always be like, oh, Juanes is performing. Juanes is performing. Oh, I have tickets to the Juanes concert. Oh, I went to his unplugged. You went to his unplugged? I went to his unplugged for MTV3. Oh. And you couldn't go to Talia's unplugged? I have seen. I'm telling you, I've seen Juanes live four or five times. I'm not that big a Juanes fan. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> but, but there we are. There we are. Un dia normal. Un dia normal. <laughs> so yeah, I have a good memory for album covers. So anyway, <sighs> bueno, let's switch it up a little bit. All right, to something um, not funny at all. A little more serious. So we couldn't have this week's episode without talking about yeah, what, what the happened? shootings in Dayton and El Paso. So I believe this was the 281st and 82nd shooting, mass shooting mm -hmm. in the United States this year. And we've talked, obviously, about gun violence and mass shootings here. In fact, I think... I'm almost of two minds of talking about it because we have to, but... I think our second <sighs> our second or third episode third, third. was of Parkland. Parkland. Mm -hmm. um, we, we did, we did uh, three... And, I think it was 3.5, actually. And um, when we did that episode and episode subsequent to that mm -hmm. we said here on our little podcast that something felt different about parkland in terms mm -hmm. of 
government action or some type of action. It was action. like a movement. Something was happening. I went to, um, and we even talked about, uh, I went to the March uh, March for Your Lives protest right. last year. Right. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, 281 mass, 201, 282 at this point mass shootings, I, and it's only August. I, I do have a question about that statistic, though. Mm-hmm. And again, because What quantifies a mass shooting? Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I, I tried to look it up myself. I mean, obviously, I, I would believe that it constitutes multiple people mm-hmm. in probably a, <clears throat> some type of... Um, because I would also, in my my humble opinion, again, I'm not an expert on any of these things, I would almost want to dig into the, the data and kind of extrapolate from that number <clears throat> Anything, for instance, that's gang-related. I don't think it includes okay. crime or, like, domestic violence. Like, traditional mm-hmm. crime. Like okay, so it's not like somebody... Robbery or... Or if somebody's depressed and shoots their family and kills themselves. Or, like, you shoot up in 7-Eleven or something like that. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The thing is that... <clears throat> and I say that, well, only, I, I didn't I say that know, only because I don't feel like I've heard 280 I didn't, I didn't know this instances. because it's just... There's a lot of mass shootings that happens that just don't get reported. Okay, okay. Because they're mundane. You know, maybe not enough people died. Maybe it wasn't like, you know, in, you know, in, in a high profile place. As a, a, okay, okay. But anyway, so here we are again, and here we're going to be again. So, mm-hmm. so what do we have to say about this? I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't have anything to say about it in the sense that. Well, we have to say something because we're going to let me tell well, you. I said in the sense that, which means I was going to keep saying something. I don't know what else there is to say. I think, and you said something to this effect, if not these exact words. Once they massacred a a classroom of toddlers and nothing happened? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. That was it. Yeah. Nothing will ever happen. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, once as a country, we all kind of went, mm-hmm. well, that happened. What's Kim Kardashian up to? Yeah. 
Um, that was kind of the the signal that nothing really will ever happen. Um, I think but, do, but do you I think, think it's, do you think and 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 this is kind of where I want to go at. And I hate to sound cynical because you know that I'm not a cynical person. I mean, I'm I'm probably one of the most optimistic people in the world. But this dude, this happened in Texas. Texas is a carry state, isn't it? Like what? Yeah. What? What? what, what there aren't allegedly but, but it, are most people right. in, in isn't Texas the, isn't, isn't the argument that this doesn't happen when everybody's got guns? Well, don't most people have guns in Texas? And yet this happened. I you know, prove. I mean, look, this is a and and we've talked about it here before. This is a multi-layered. It's not a simple solution. Solution at all because you know you can't. Because every single time that this happens, the conversation gets hijacked by the two polar extremes. Absolutely. You, it gets hijacked by the people who want to ban all guns. And then, the and then it got hijacked by the people that, no, you can't want, touch our who, guns. Who want a gun at every buffet. Right. It gets hijacked by two. And then, you know. Somewhere it, in the it, middle it, is where the conversation is. It is where everybody happen, else is. And it never and, does. And, you know, I've said this here time and time again. I... I don't like guns. I did not grow See, up in a house with guns. I don't guns. have any problems with guns. I, I, I didn't grow up in a household with guns. I don't care to have a gun. It's not something I'm interested in. I don't care for gun culture. I don't care for none of that. Like I'm dying to go to shooting range. But with that said, I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in the Constitution. The Constitution is a package. So that is on there. And we can discuss all day what the Second Amendment means or not doesn't mean. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like any piece of um historical a historical you know reference or anything in the constitution well i mean that's what constitutional law is about it's what does this mean so we can argue the historical content accuracy and meaning of what our founding fathers meant in the second amendment was for till kingdom come but but it is on there it is on there, mm-hmm. and and that's the thing. That's why, although for me, it's not something that's important, it is on there, and we do in this country have a right to bear arms. I don't think it's that simple, um, you know, in terms of even if, like, let's say this would never happen, mm-hmm. but let's say they did ban all tomorrow, guns right. tomorrow. This is not going to end that problem because in a lot of these shootings, these people bought these guns um, legally. Well, that that's that's the issue at hand, and that's where I, I have a problem with some of the counter arguments, which is, well, people who are evil and people who are bad are going to find a way to cause harm. I don't disagree with that statement. I think that if you are somebody who is intent on on carrying something out, you may find you're you, you're going to look for the way to do it. Right. However, what I will say is, if it is if there is something in place to make it a little harder. Some people either may get discouraged or may get found out sooner. I had a conversation with um, my cousin around about this mm-hmm. this week, and he's a gun owner. <clears throat> and um, he said something that really kind of, you know, astounded me in a way. Because, you know, he said that when he carries, mm-hmm. and he does carry, mm-hmm. It's a responsibility, right? Okay, well, you know, that, 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 that's pe- a good way to look at it. People are like, oh, because, you know, it's my right to carry a gun. And blah, 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 blah. But he's like, no, when I'm carrying a gun on me, it's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. I have a responsibility, whether it's, you know, his own safety or 
you know, putting his gun in a way that is mm-hmm. not going to harm others, whatever. Right. But it's a responsibility. And he also said something that's a that, sensible way. He also said something that I thought was um, interesting mm-hmm. because, again, because I'm not a gun owner and I've never. It's just not something be, you think about. It's not something that I'm familiar with in terms of the process. Right. You know, <clears throat> he was explaining to me that because he's had a conceal or, or permit for so long. And he did pass a, a psychological evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, he to, could go to, to get a concealed. You have to pass. yes. Okay. You, he could go get a, a weapon right now because he's already been cleared, right? And he's had it for several years, so he could go buy any like a weapon right now. Like you go buy a pair of shoes, and he kind of said. So something. let me get this straight. If I go, if I go to get a driver's license after a certain age, I have to retake certain tests. Yes. But if I pass a psych test once. Yes. That's what he was saying. He was saying, like, you know, I I passed my psychological evaluation X years ago. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. He's like, what has happened to me in those years? What about if I have PTSD? What about if I have depression? What, Absolutely. Whatever Absolutely. plethora of matters. Yeah. He's like, I would not, you know, and he's like a gun owner, and he's very happy and proud to have his right. guns. He's like... Uh, that's something that I would be open for. That they have, you know, um, a reevaluate, a psychological reevaluation every year, every eighteen every months, every years, two whatever. years, whatever amount of time. See, but that's the type of sensible right reform and, that and, I think. And then I was telling him, look, and which is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. The problem is not responsible gun owners. <laughs> that is not the problem. Yeah. The problem is people that buy these guns who shouldn't. That, that's why I believe that this is such – it's a very multi-layered. This is not just about gun laws. Part of it is. Mm-hmm. Part of it is. But it's not about gun laws. This is a lot about mental health. Mm-hmm. And, and what's just infuriating is that you have to start somewhere right. and nothing ever gets done. Well, what's infuriating is a lot of times the extreme, the extreme right, um, you know, will say things like, "Well, it's about it's about mental health. We have to make it mental health a priority." Okay, I don't disagree. So, what are you doing to make healthcare options of available to these people? Right. Oh well, but you know, we have to. Ah, no, don't say you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, and what bothers me is again back to because I think that what your cousin said is fantastic. I think those are sensible common sense you know things that i think in general most people can can rally around i think that most people that are responsible gun owners and understand understand what having a gun is and as he said a responsibility i think that most people that are gun owners would probably be open to some type of sensible gun reform but it pisses me off when people say things like well but we don't but you know what fine you're gonna put that law in place but people are still gonna go out and get guns illegally i'm like okay so then let's get rid of drunk driving laws let's get rid of right um you know let's just have anarchy let's just have anarchy then because if if regard because we have all these other laws in place and people still go and steal people still go and do things so why why bother having any laws because a lot of these people that do these shootings and 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 this is something that i mean obviously has to be studied more from a psychological perspective it's like anything else if there's some type of deterrent that's what i'm saying there you know maybe it won't solve the whole problem but, but if hey it, oh yeah, one person know, less who gets one that, one less that gun that shooting didn't have it you know is that's one less th- it's a win that's a win it's a win at this point the way that we are at this point and it's 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 just when you apply for a gun for and again I, i've never done this but when you apply for your gun permit I know that they do a criminal check. Mm-hmm. Do they make you take some type of psyche valve? Not for a concealed, for just to go out and buy a gun. 
I know that there's a there's a there's a seven day period or whatever, but do they also is there some type of I believe there is. Okay. I, I, I genuinely is. did not know. Um so yeah, I mean, I mean again, this is a situation that gets hijacked by both sides and then nobody gets anywhere. You know, the NRA is a self-serving, you know, organization and as I tell people, the NRA is the most powerful organization in the country. More probably more powerful than like the secret service. Like I don't doubt it. And and it, it gets lost in this in in this fodder of of um of you know people that want to ban all guns and then people that's like you can't touch my guns at all you know i love how it always runs to that it's just like oh they're gonna come take our guns away it's like no you can keep your guns sunshine i just want people who shouldn't have one and listen to for it to be a little, more, hard, my, a little I, more difficult i put on my personal instagram i put that statistic of like the developed countries in the world oh yeah and yeah, mass yeah, shootings yeah, yeah. We're 280 some mass shootings, and uh, the other developed world countries in this world are in the single digits. Okay, that has to mean something. That that's just not. It's not random. It's not random. It's I not mean, people, people in Europe think that we live in the wild, wild west, and to a certain extent, they're right. Right? You know, a mass shooting could happen anywhere, but it doesn't happen with the frequency that it happens here, and the data shows it. Right. The data no, shows it. That's fake news. No, it must be. The data shows it. So, so that data is wrong. Global warming is wrong. It's all wrong. But, but I mean, even, even in our own social conscious, you know, collective. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Columbine happened, everybody was outraged, right? Mm-hmm. Because those type of things didn't happen here. Mass shootings were not something that occurred here. That's not to say there weren't shootings. That's Listen, not to say there weren't at crime. that point. That only happened in. The Pearl Jam song, Jeremy. Okay. Such a good song. That is such a good song. At home, drawing pictures. <laughs> with him on top. <laughs> no. Uh, no, come on. Golden yellow sun. Arms raised in a V. The deadly in pools of maroon below. They made one video, but man, was it good. <laughs> impactful to this day but anyway um but yeah it, it, but, it, but you're right it wasn't it was not it wasn't again it, it, I, I, it would happen after, after sandy hook nothing happened after sandy hook where nothing's gonna happen i mean I've, two happen I'm, in one in one day and one weekend and nobody and, and that's it and we're not gonna do anything about it we're not gonna do anything about it so let's talk a little bit about the one in el paso and actually the one in dayton <clears throat> I had a little bit of a scare because I have a very good friend of mine in Dayton. I feel like I don't know enough about the one in Dayton because I feel like for some reason the El Paso one has got a little I more coverage. I have a very good friend of mine in Dayton yeah, yeah, I who I called and called and texted and she did not get back to me. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Because Dayton is not a big. Yeah, you know, it's not like Manhattan. Um, but I finally got in contact with her. Good. But um, <clears throat> in El Paso. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the case of El Paso being called domestic terrorism. I think. Well, okay. Let me ask a, a silly question at first because I know that we, you know you're a lawyer. Um, I know that when it first came out, they were like saying that the post that there was an online screed against mm-hmm. Hispanics allegedly posted by the guy. Did they confirm that it was by him or no? Have they confirmed that? I'm yet? not sure because I kept seeing allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So I don't. And I and I bring this up because that's that's going to impact my answer to your question Mm -hmm. because if if he posted it absolutely domestic terrorism if he did not post it then it's just a i think it's domestic terrorism either way both of them yeah okay okay no no no. i thought you were going you were asking about el paso specifically because of when the pulse nightclub 
because of the because of the posting. When the Pulse nightclub shooting happened, they called him terrorism because he was Muslim. Well, but also they called they called it terrorism because it was uh, specifically targeting the LGBTQ community. Right, but you can make a lot of art. But but the reason why it was called terrorism, right? No, because there's a difference between terrorism and a hate crime. True. Right. True. Right. So you could make the argument. I mean, when the Pulse nightclub uh, shooting happened, there were people who were even saying it was an anti-Hispanic, like a hate crime. Also, yeah, because like that a was Hispanic, a, a heavily was Hispanic, Hispanic night, club, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That um, was like, and yeah, then yeah, other people, right other people thought that it was just random. This guy just randomly went to this club, right? right, right. But whether it was a hate, whether he wanted to attack, you know, a gay club because it was a gay bar or it was Hispanic, Hispanic night or whatever, you know that. Or, you know, we could argue whether it was a hate crime or not, but it was considered at that point, or you know, domestic terrorism mm-hmm. because he was Muslim. Right. So, or, or or you know, in terms of the media, they certainly made a big deal about being um, about him being Muslim. terrorism and him being Muslim. So, how is that any different than anybody who does this who's white American? Oh no, no, no! no. I don't disagree with you. I was just how, uh, I was just trying to answer the question Timothy that McVeigh you that was domestic blew terrorism. Up, that was domestic terrorism. Well, Timothy McVeigh was domestic terrorism. Period. Period. Like from Period. the get go, the Unabomber right. domestic how, terrorism. How is him blowing up a federal building any different than somebody going and doing a mass shooting where twenty some thirty people died? Because in one you're attacking the government, and the other one you're not. I, I think that may be a a technical because a federal building. I think that may be why. That it was domestic terrorism, maybe. Well, because terrorism is terrorism. Terrorism doesn't. No, no, no. De- I know, but I'm just, I'm trying to I'm trying to say. But terrorism, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure ter- it out. Terrorism is not determined on where it is. True. I mean, look, the biggest terrorist attack in our country happened in two civilian buildings. True. I mean, because you can make an argument that the Pentagon is, you know, federal. Um, right, right, right. But, federal, but, but the World but, Trade Center was yeah, a civilian, civilian a public private, building. Yeah. Um, or privacy, privately, not, 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 not government. I mean, that was terrorism. No, no, that's true. That's true. I mean, again, I'm not. It's funny because I'm. Like, I mean, I mean, I look. It's because I'm not arguing against what you're label, saying. Labeling this domestic terrorism isn't going to change solve anything. The problem, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they did. They they did, and and I, I was very happy that they they did. Um, now let me ask you something. This is a a little thought. This is a little. Um, can I can I bring something up though? What? Because we did mention the screed that that this person, whomever it wound up being, this alleged person, mm-hmm. um, posted. I actually took a screenshot of it. Um, he was saying that it's that you know whoever posted it that these actions, a this is a response to the Hispanic invasion. Mm-hmm. Let me be very clear about something. <laughs> Tell them, Soldier Boy. Soulja Boy we them. are here, and we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, que tu intente, speak English. Go back to where you came from. You know what, bitch? I'm from here. Do you want to blow the mind? This is our learn section. Okay. Of y, the show. Y yo estoy esperando el día que yo esté en una área pública y que alguien me diga. To speak English. Okay. Do you want to blow the mind? Do you want to blow the mind of whoever says that to you or whenever you hear it, you know, what Jackass is saying that? You want to blow their mind? Tell them, hey, the United States doesn't have an official official language. language. They don't. They don't. But I'm dying for somebody to say something like that to me so that I can turn around and be like, number one, 
I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Number two, if I was, you would know it. Number three, vete para la resingada la madre que te parió y ojalá que te pate un rayo por el culo. I just... I... Actually, I was going to go with... Because after this happened, a lot of people started blaming the president. Well, it doesn't help. <laughs> so you're of that in, in mindset? Uh, I'm of two minds with this because I hate to I hate to be part of that bandwagon that's like this is all this this is the only reason this happened. You know what I mean? Like and to your point it's it's bigger. It's bigger than that. Um but I will say I think it, you know, you can't again talking out of both sides of your mouth. You can't go around and blame the media mm -hmm. for certain things and then when people come back and say, well, you know, but the things you said, oh, no, 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 but that's not the way that works. It's like, well, yeah, technically it's it's the same thing. I don't, I mean, I, I don't blame him for what happened in El Paso. I don't blame the president. I don't blame him, but I don't but think But I, certain, I certainly helps. don't think that he, his comments and the comments of his, his administration, specifically in this case, we're talking about mm -hmm. Hispanic and Latin culture, help. That's you what I'm saying. It doesn't help. It, it doesn't help. It's the rhetoric. Because you have to remember that there's crazy people out there. Right. But that's what I'm saying. These are the same people who are like, oh, no, but we have to we have to curb violence in video games because that's what's leading mm -hmm. to these types of actions. But then they still go out and say these. It's funny because things. just now. Mm -hmm. So he got a lot of pushback when he both visited El Paso and, oh, he, and Dayton. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. There are a lot of people who are like, get out of here, you know, whatever. But he did. But he did. And look, I give him credit for going. I mean, he's the president of the United States. He, you he has to go. You should, right? And he went and, you know, he spoke. Whatever, it was fine. Um, I'm not going to trash him for that. What I think was really interesting is that when he went to Dayton, mm -hmm. the mayor of Dayton, her name is Nan um, uh, Whaley, I believe. I and Dan Whaley, in, um, Nan Whaley, I'm sorry, in her like kind of press conference, mm -hmm. she stated that um, you know she and the people, she's a Democrat, okay. she and the people of, of Dayton were thankful that he came and you know he went and met people in the hospital and stuff like that. She was civil. She was She polite. was civil. She did uh, grill him on gun laws and she's like, you know, I talked to him about gun laws. I don't know if he and his administration were going to do that, but I had to, right? Right. There's video of her saying this, you know, that we were thankful that he you know we we appreciate there's that a, there's a record there is a record there is video i saw i saw the video right and then later <laughs> d said he shoots back and he's like oh you know those people in ohio you know i met with like the mayor and like the governor and you know they're making it political you know they were saying they said in some press conference that it wasn't appropriate for me to come and i'm like but i saw the press conference and that's not what they said <laughs> at all <laughs> Yo creo que él se olvida that we live in a high tech age that like everything you say is recorded. Like, I'm like, but that's not what they said. It's on video. Like it's on video. I saw it with my two eyes and heard it with my ears. Like that's not what she said. That's great. That's great. But come on, but but then his people are like, oh, they can't be bothered. Know, they can't oh, be bothered to look know, elsewhere. He went. He went over there. And they ate him alive, and you know he was trying to do good. I'm like, right, but that's the problem with. That's one of the many problems that I have with him. Just when you think he's taking a step forward, they're like, okay. Right. Okay. We're making he, progress. Okay. 
he said something that's not horrible. Right, right. I'll take the it. The bar is so low. The bar is so low at this yeah. point. Okay. He's not saying something where he's offending half of the world and telling the <laughs> other, well, half of the world to go fuck themselves, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll take it. But then, just when you... you two steps forward a two steps back <laughs> he'd probably find a way to blame mc scat cat for something so there's something i, I want to also talk to you that's trump related okay okay and I, I don't know i think this is like very debateful in this cancel culture that we live in okay okay so it was By the way, that thing I saw the Black Lady Sketch show. Uh huh. Oh, the one that I I saw that you posted, but I actually saw the yeah. whole episode. Well, I posted it on my personal Instagram. Oh my God, it's so funny. Do you think Gina Torres is in it? Yes, it's and um and Kelly Rowland. Yeah, Kelly Rowland. Actually, no, there was, and Amara La Negra. There was yeah, two Afro Latinas no, because on that it's funny because I started watching it because you know that's totally my type yeah, of humor yeah, yeah. that I love, yeah. and I didn't really know everybody that was going to be in that one episode. No, me neither. And I was like, oh, like yeah, look at everybody's this. there. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. It's hilarious. And, and you know what I love about that type of show? And like, for example, have you seen, have you finally seen Dear White People? No. I haven't got that too. Is that it's irony. Humor that is ironic is, is so hard to do. It's so good because like in Dear White People, if we're getting a little bit off, yeah, a little off topic, but I'm sure we but, can make our way back. So Dear White People, which the third season just came out on Netflix. You know, she's like this black activist and she's like, you know, I'm tired with the oppression of the white man and the white man has oppressed us long enough, but she's also half white right? <laughs> and she's in love with a white boy. So she has a great like, relationship with her father. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She's totally daddy's little girl. Yeah. You know, and that's what I love about it. That the ironies, you know, right. the paradox right, right, right. and that's, I have to say that irony is a sense of humor that not everybody gets. Mm-hmm. Well, no, most people don't get sarcasm either. Yeah, then not everybody gets yeah. it. Oh, oh man, I was gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I was about to this week text you on something. So this week on my personal Instagram, for those of you who follow me on my personal Instagram, DJ Borges nineteen <laughs> at Instagram, shameless plug. I like to be really with my Instagram stories. I like to be like really funny sometimes and this week <laughs> i posted <laughs> out of nowhere a little piece of the video of that's what friends are for oh yeah i didn't know you hated that song I so much i fucking hate that song i didn't so know you much. hated that song I so much it. i hate it i hate it and i posted a little video and i'm like i fucking hate this song right and it's funny because i think it's funny because generally i'm a very positive person and yeah my and stuff that's on a Instagram random thing to hate very positive and my posts are all like right. you know i'm not usually negative right but when you saw my Instagram stories in the context, right. I'm like, I fucking hate this song so much. But then my next little video on Instagram was like, I'd rather hear a friendship song like this one. And it was a theme to the Golden Girls. Right. And then, right? And and then the next one was like, or this one. Right. And then right. it was Wannabe. Uh-huh. Or even this one. It was Friends. And then it was Friends. But not this one. And then right. I go back to, uh, that's what Friends right. are for. Right. There were people that were like, people that DM me were like, are you okay? Like, why do you hate the song so much? Are you angry? And I'm like, oh my god, can't you see it's a joke? Like, thank you for your concern. You're pissed that Gladys Knight did not win the Masked Singer. That's what it's all about. Oh my god, I fucking hate that song so much. It's so fucking ridiculous. I did not know that. Oh. I think that kind of tops. Well, no, no, it doesn't top the song that I hate most. And coming, coming to a second, cl- like coming close. I wouldn't say I hate it. Is We Are the World. Is that because you hate, you like famine? 
<laughs> no, We Are the World has not aged well. And those songs, when they were in, we were like of elementary school age. It was yeah, yeah. everywhere. And we had to do it in so many shows. And it was oh, like, that's true. That's true. <sighs> yeah, kids don't have those sappy songs to sing now. No, now they sing Old Town Road. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they ride till they can no more. That sounds inappropriate for a child to say. It don't matter. No, it does. <laughs> it sounds really bad. So anyway, okay. So now that we <laughs> we got a little bit off on topic, that tangent. So what I wanted to talk about that I think that this is um, kind of like a hot button issue in this mm-hmm. cancel culture that we live in. Yes. Right. So it's been made. It was made public this week that you know Stephen Ross's. That's not the guy who paints, right? No. <laughs> Stephen Ross is the owner of Equinox Gyms. Oh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. And okay, okay. Soul yeah. Cycle. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, yes. this week it came out that Stephen Ross is a Trump supporter. I don't know if it's so much that he's a conservative and or like a Republican or a Trump supporter, but he nonetheless is. He's having a fundraiser. He's having a fundraiser, yes, a very yes. lavish fundraiser mm-hmm. at his house for Trump. Yeah. So as such, social media went wild. As it's and, to you know, in this cancel culture, people are like, I'm canceling my Equinox. <laughs> but this is, a, this is one of the rare instances where in cancel culture, you actually get to cancel something. Right. I'm <laughs> canceling my membership. It's like, first of all, jabroni. <laughs> If you are if you are going to Equinox, oh. I already have issues over the fact that that gym is like a hundred dollars a month for a gym for a gym just because they give you little little towels that I, are rolled up. Listen, I pay. Have you ever, have you ever been to Equinox? I've never been inside. I've one. been to two Equinox because I'm like, let me check what this is about, right? right? Because you could get a day pass. Oh, okay. Okay, I've been to two of them. Okay, right. They're very nice, but it's still the same treadmill. With the same free weights that are that scattered you, everywhere, that you have to lift yourself, right? That are never where you want them to it's be. It's not like you know you pay a hundred or over. It's like over hundred dollars a month, and you have like a personal trainer, right? 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 right, no, right, right. no, it's the same as like no. LA Fitness or whatever. They have trainers there if you want to train with them, but you got to pay for it. Now you know their locker rooms are nice. Okay. They do have little stations with rolled up little towels, right? Okay. Um. And that's it. How often? How long are you in the locker room? And, that it has and to that's, be nice. That's it. Like that is it. Because I was like, I was like, Goño, for this amount of money, there better be something special. This, I better be walking into like a spa, like right, free massage after every has, workout. It has, um, it has a sauna, like okay. you know, twenty four hour fitness, which is twenty nine ninety nine a month. Has that's a sauna. I go has, to freaking UFit for twenty bucks has, a month. But let's say you want to splurge a little bit and go to like Alley Fitness, Fitness or like thirty five dollars right. a month. Um, it has a pool, just okay. like the one there. Okay. But it's the same thing. It's the same exercise nah, machines, mind you. Right. Right. And I'm thinking like, okay, from a dollars and cents point of view, like why? Because it, it gets crowded, but not as crowded as LA Fitness, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, bueno. If you, you know, you want a little bit more of like a private experience or whatever. 45. Okay. Maybe, you know, I, I will be willing to pay $20, $30, but you're talking about over $100 a month for a gym. Yeah. First of all, that doesn't even have that many locations. So you're going to have oh, to drive true. to the gym. But oh, bueno. I didn't even think about that. Back Ugh. to the issue at hand. Stupid equinox. Back to the issue at hand. So cancel culture everybody wants to now cancel this guy their memberships because this guy supports trump what do you think about that well you know what this is a rare instance where i i'm actually okay with with it and here's where i'm coming from with this i've long since always said that if you have a problem with something 
the way that people pay attention is with is with dollars. Mm-hmm. So in this instance, I do feel that if you if you do have an, a problem with you know his views or or whatever issue with a particular company, the way that they respond, the way that it affects them is the pocket. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like, okay, yes, you know what? If you really feel that strongly about it, you should cancel your membership. You know what I mean? And that because now you're you're taking an action against something and you're making your voice heard in a ver- in a way that's very um immediate. You know, I don't, I don't know, and that's not the right word I'm trying to look at. But similar to like, you know, like although it's delicious, you know, racist chicken or homophobic chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't go to Chick-fil-A. You let them know that, mm-hmm. you know, with 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 the money you do or do not spend there. So in this instance, I don't have an issue with it in the sense that... Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. As Usually, you're the one who does. But I would make the argument that in Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different because from what I know over the homophobic chicken, that's mm-hmm. so delicious. That's so delicious. <sighs> I, why do I have to make these decisions in life? <laughs> um that's very much the company. Don't even get me started on their transphobic waffle fries. <laughs> <laughs> that that's very much the company culture, right? Right. It's very much the company culture. Right. With with um, Equinox, he's the owner. I mean, it's not like this is the board of directors or the people calling the shots in the everyday. Um, is it a private company or are they franchisees? I'm not sure. See, because that, probably because that's where probably, that see that's where you can. They're probably a private company. Okay, that's where you yeah. can get me. If it's franchisees, and I have a different. No, no, they're probably approach. a private. I'm pretty sure they're a private company. But again, the the owner of a, a corporation, the owner mm-hmm. is not necessarily the person who calls the shots every day in terms of the company. And from what I know, I mean, this is not the company culture, right? And secondly. <laughs> it's funny because I'm playing the devil's advocate here. Right, which no, no, generally, no, 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 I, it's, I it's, don't. I'm usually which uh, right. generally, you know, what the. I see, you know, in playing the devil's advocate, I see it from the point of view that he, the owner, can choose to endorse whoever the hell he wants. No, I agree. We live in a democracy, I, so if no, he no, wants, I don't to, disagree. If he's he's invoking his rights as his an constitutional American right to, as, yeah. in, you know, fundraise forever who he no, ever no, wants. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, okay, I don't disagree with you. Obviously, but, you as a consumer have the right to cancel. But that's where I'm coming from. That's where I'm coming from. It's like if something comes to light and you as a consumer feel that. This warrants you taking an action. There is, in this instance, an action to take. I honestly, I'm a little bit ugh, about this. I'm going to tell well, you why. I hate cancel culture in general. I'm going to tell you why. I don't care for cancel culture. And but I, I feel like it's different when it's like an actor. I just feel that for like that. a lot it's of people, weird. for it's a lot of people mm-hmm. that, let's say, will cancel their membership. And I'm and I'm going to make a pretty like a bold statement, statement. Okay. a broad statement here, which I generally don't like to do. I feel a lot of people, especially that go to these like high end gyms, whatever, uh-huh. are going to cancel this and put it on their Instagram to kind of take a stand, but probably wouldn't take a real stand, like protesting or like oh, a real oh, wait, protest. That, I think that's absolutely or absolutely right or I mean, that's a very whatever. fair statement to make or whatever, or like marching in Washington, like really protesting. I, what it matters. I don't disagree with that statement. I think this is very like, hi, I'm on Instagram. This is, Here's this my Equinox is, card on yeah. fire. <laughs> this, is, this is social media, what is it? Social media, social media justice warrior. Yeah. You know, where it's like, look, I love causes. Look at right. me. I'm feeding a whale. You know who, you know who canceled okay. and uncanceled was Andy Cohen. He canceled and uncanceled. Yeah, his because membership when, when he first found out, because of course Andy goes to, I mean Andy Andy is always at the Hamptons with Anderson. Like, do you expect him to be a mere commenter and go to LA Fitness? Or, I, mean, okay, I like Anderson Cooper. Or well, no, he's, he's in New York. He's in New York, the New York Sports Club. <laughs> that is a very good sports club. 
the New York Sports Club they is are. a very good. Is they a, are. It's a very I used good. To go to it. Yeah, not cheap either. No, no I it's a very seventy dollars nice, a month for a fucking. It's, New it's New York a very Sports nice club. gym. Yeah. Um, it was seventy dollars a month. Yes. Oh. And I lived in Queens. Because like the Boston Sports Club was like it's also nice, but it's nice, but I don't think it's that much nicer in LA Fitness. No, it's not. It's the same. But but remember, New York everything's more expensive. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, but he can't. He like I don't know went on Twitter or something. He's like mm-hmm. I'm canceling. But then he kind of thought about. It. He goes, you know, you know, we kind of live in a cancel culture, and this man, you know, we live in a democracy, and I could d- uh, disagree with him and still go to the gym there. Right. And what other gym is going to let him get handies in the locker room? Oh, I wasn't going there. <laughs> Why did you make that stereotype? You just made a stereotype. Yes, I did. That's uncalled for. No, not when it's Andy Cohen. I can tell he's a dirty bitch. Andy? <laughs> he's never going to come on our show not represent anyway. the views and, and comments of Pedro, let me tell you as a whole. He's never going to show up on, this, on our show anyway. Well, if he does, he, he won't be able to speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Although I would love to have a... Um, I would love to play... Uh, I would love to put him in the same room as Chado and see who gets hired first. Chado. Because she's older? No, because I think Chado will know when to listen. And ha- Andy true. loves to hear himself talk. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's funny because I have a love-hate relationship with him. I have a hate-hate relationship. Um, so you think people should cancel? Well, no. I think that this is the rare instance where... You're you're able to take a stand in a tangible way, and I feel I do feel like if you feel a certain way about something, you know, and and you want to make yourself known, the pocket is you know is the easiest way to do it. If you are, if you genuinely believe, mm-hmm. like if that's you know your 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 genuine belief is that the, that whatever X is happening is wrong. Now, if you're just doing it for the gram. Then whatever with you because you. Don't- I also see it. I mean, I see this a little bit different than Chick Fil A because mm-hmm. I also think. Okay, what about if it was the other way around? What about if somebody canceled their Equinox? Let's say that the owner of Equinox was just like, mm-hmm. you know, super duper liberal. Mm-hmm. That let's say he um, he uh, he or she donates money or whatever to plan parent um, yeah. to def- uh, to plan parenthood, mm-hmm. and you are a member to Equinox mm-hmm. and you are against abortion, you know? I so, think, well, but if you feel strongly about it, I think that you should cancel your membership too. Okay. I mean, because again, now we're talking about people's personal, <clears throat> the same way that he has the absolute right to buy whoever he wants. I see it differently in this particular case. That's why I, in, in the, in the um, from the Chick-fil-A thing, mm-hmm. because the Chick-fil-A thing, as I said, from what I know, and I could be wrong, the values well, that they Christian, hold, very it's a very company. Christian, it's yes. very much like Hobby Lobby, right? Correct. It's very much the values and morals, if you want to call it that, or point of, it's a company culture. Right, right. Right. I don't think this is a company culture. I just think that this happens to be the owner. This is just and one person. the ones who run these these this this gym and makes these decisions for the gym are the board of directors. He just happens to be the money backing it, right? Um, so I see it a little bit differently, you know. And as much as I don't care for the president, I don't think I would cancel my my gym. Mem- well, I wouldn't no, have a gym. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with, and I, I don't know that I would either, but. If you feel strongly about that, then do no, it. No, no, no. Do it. Do it. I, I was just saying it. in that's, terms of, you know, the cancel culture that no, we're No, cancel in. culture is stupid. But I, but I say this is the one instance where, you know, 
amidst cancel culture, you can actually cancel something. Yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could actually to cancel my membership. Right, right. I hopefully they don't give you a hard time like it does to cancel Comcast. <sighs> Talk about the devil. Anyway. <laughs> Bueno, all this cancel culture has made me thirsty. Uh, it's time for sodas. Mm-hmm. sodas. So do you have your last soda I ready? Do. You do? Go for it. You go for it. I went first last time. Do you know who's going on tour? Or is going to have a concert? We should totally go. Okay, wait. Do I get three guesses? Are you going to give me a hint? She is probably our favorite thing that has come from the Dominican Republic. Chani Dean! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes, viewthat.com tour. That's what it's called? <laughs> yes! I already looked it up. Actually, you know why I know about it? I don't know if it was you, because I know sometimes you take over your father's Instagram, <laughs> but your father's Maybe. Instagram handle tagged me on it, and I was like, Roberto? <laughs> yes. You talk about treasures, that woman is a treasure. She is. She is. She is a treasure. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> that woman, she's be- even dorada. <laughs> <laughs> she's, I mean, listeners out there. Isn't Chari Ding like the best? Wonderful. I always think of her um, singing with like with that scarf thing in the wind. Uh huh. In the on the on the the ship, it was like a cruise ship. Yes. Yeah. On the Norway. The Norway. Yes. What I love is her extreme like looks because when I think of eighties Chari Ding, I think of like the long flowy hair, the big. I never think of her with long hair. No, because I always think Chari Ding with like that. That, no, because that, that, that maybe too. in the eighties when you were a kid you didn't pay attention to Probably her. Probably not. Because in the eighties when she had her chatty thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that I, that, that, I know. that show, she was all about the hair, like the big, big eighties long hair. And I then know. she kind of went away for a little bit for a couple of years, <laughs> and then she came back with the new chatty thing show, and what she had, you know, she was like platinum, like white blonde, yes, 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 yes. and she had a flat top. Yes. She looked like the guy, the she Russian. Like Powder. No, she looked like the Russian in Rocky IV. Dolph Lundgren? Yes. And I think she was so bold. You know, it's like. She was her. She was almost like Tater Dane. And then, you know, as the 90s subsided, she had, you know, she grew out her, her hair was still short, but it was like, she had like a little bangs. softer look. Right. A little softer look. Right. And, and look. Go, wow. <laughs> she is wonderful. She, if you were to hook her up, she could probably power a small city. Yeah, she's one of these people that like. She, she just, would tire out Andy Cohen. <laughs> it's just joy. It's just joy. It Chari is. Ding is just joy. Actually, I, w- I would love to have her on the show. Yeah. I mean, what a better name than Chari Ding. I mean, if your name is Chari Ding, you were born to do what she does. Yeah. If you if you were born Chari Ding, Cher, Madonna, like your your path was chosen for you. <laughs> You're not going to be Chari Ding from accounting. Exactly. <laughs> I have brought these muffins today. Oh, you know Chari, Chari Ding, Ding from accounting. accounting. <laughs> Oh, now I want her to be a Chari Ting in accounting. Or Chari Ting from HR. <laughs> no, you cannot be Chari Ting and be an HR. No, she'll be Chari. Or Char no, or Chair. No, or... no that's, too, that's too brazen of a name for mm. HR. No, yeah. HR has to be like, you know, a Diana. No, I think she'll probably be a, 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 a Share. Yeah. Share from HR. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you see her real name, it's like, oh, Chari Ting. Chari Ting. <laughs> Wait, is that her real name? I think that's Chari her real Ding. name. Probably. Okay, we'll look this up. But so yes, my last. She's probably here in Miami. I think we should totally go. You know what's so funny? I don't think I know any of her songs. I I couldn't tell you one song of hers. I've met her. I have met her at some opening thing Mm -hmm. that she was there, and it was just like was when Juanes was there too. 
it was it was during one of the many Juana's concerts I went to. No, she was just like again, she was just like a ball of energy when she came out of the car. Yeah. It was just Chari like Chadi Ding like, is here. Clearly. Yes. Chadi Ding. Yep. So my last quote goes to Chadi Ding. Oh, the wonderful Chadi Ding. The the the, the She timeless. may be Dominican, but she's all of us. She belongs to the world. So my last soda is actually it's a little more like just something that's making me feel good right now. The Heifer Corporation. It, it, the Heifer, I, listen, the Heifer Corporation has gotten more earned media dollars from us than it even knows about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should write them a letter. Be like, mm-hmm. listen. <laughs> no. Um, because this, you know, this week was just shitty with all the, you know, the, the stuff about the shootings and just, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, as old people would say. I've been watching a lot of adoption videos. Oh. Okay. I've been watching a lot of Head of the Class on YouTube because I found this like channel that has old episodes of Head of the Class. But yeah, go ahead. I've just been watching videos of like, you know, people now, they film everything. Right. So it's people who film like, you know, when when they present their kids, it's like, oh, I have a gift for you. And then they open up the box and I guess there's a certificate or something that says mm-hmm. like they're adopted and the mm-hmm. kids just all burst out into tears. Oh, the, yeah, that's so sweet. And then the parents start crying and then I start crying and it's just, you know... It just reminds me that for all of the shit that we hear about, all the horrible things that happen on a daily basis, there's still so many wonderful, good human beings. I'm out happy there. you said that. We ended on a light note with Chadi Ning and adoption. And, and adoption. And I just, and I know you know you work for a guardian ad litem, so obviously you know you you see what a difference having you know a good a good role model mm-hmm. or, or a good loving base can mm-hmm. do for these children. And you know just to see that, like one one of them that I saw today was this one girl. Um, who they, the the parents? I think she had been in foster care for like maybe f- three years before she got to them, and mm-hmm. they adopted her. But then, in addition to her, they also found out that she had two biological siblings, mm-hmm. and they adopted those kids as well. Mm-hmm. So now all the siblings get to grow up together, you know. And it was again, it was just a reminder to me that it's not all doom and gloom and horribleness. Out no, there, it's not. You know, and and we need to really take a step back and remember that because you know there's that old news saying where you know if it bleeds it leads mm-hmm. but that's not the majority of the world no and and, and, and i really want all of our listeners to i, to I feel that. that um we we we're always complaining and um you know there's a lot of complex and really messed up things in the world and I always say when anybody commends me for doing volunteer work or charity or being a guardian at litem or whatever, people are like, why do you do it? And I'm like, I want it to be part of the solution, not the problem. Yeah. And I feel that if people, more people had that attitude and, and something they also ask me is um, they ask me like, oh, you know, do you feel great on how these, you know, you've changed these kids lives? I'm like, yeah, but they've changed me. Because right, you right. do this for those intentions of like helping them out, but they change you. you and can't I, help I feel that if people did things like that, if people did more things that were selfless and knew more about those stories, like the ones that you said, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- a lot of things would be different. Not, that's not going to fix everything. That's not going to. No, but it brings you know, perspective. But it, it gives you, exactly, it gives you a very, very good perspective. Because as I've said, you know, pertaining to children. Mm. You hear of children being abused. You hear of children being neglected. You hear all these w- terrible things that happen to children. But if you don't come from a household like that, if you come from a household that you know from a 
uh, like most know, of us think from a good household or a privileged yeah. household that's something you only hear about but when you see in front of you yeah. a children that has been molested a children that has been set, you know raped or a, a children that has abused, been neglected yeah. abused whatever it puts a whole different face on it um it makes it real and um so yeah i i um that that's a great thing that's a that's a good one adoption videos yeah Adoption so. videos. Because just think about how happy those kids are to just have something as basic stability. as... N- stability, a but... Family. All that, but just Love. something as basic as a parent. Yeah. Which we take for granted. Yeah. Something how, many that- time, how many times don't we see our phones and be like, oh, I'll call my mom later. Yeah. You know, and, and, and these kids just... A parent. A parent. It's so simple. And that is a game changer. Yeah. You know what's made me like a total emotional bitch? <laughs> I've, the older I get, the more I cry at everything. <laughs> I'm so dreading Thanksgiving when the Publix commercials start. Okay. University of Phoenix has a, a, a commercial going on right now about the dragon. Oh, I love that commercial. The, the, the last scene of the little boy looking up, you know, like that the dragon. Like, I get. Okay. University okay, actually, you know okay. what? University of Phoenix had this other one that it was like animated that it was like all my life it okay changed. i'm gonna tell you something i could not stop crying and it was it was cartoons i'm gonna tell you something oh my god we're, we're getting so weepy and i'm gonna share what? i'm gonna share it i'm only whatever. i'm only two days into my 40s is this what it's all about i'm gonna share this <laughs> okay and you know usually i'm very whatever about you're very reserved reserved about personal things um okay you know me very well yes and you know that I strive to be nice to people, like strive to just be nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm never, ever, ever rude, ever. I'm never demanding, not to say that you're rude or like one of our friends is rude, but you're a lot more, <laughs> like you're the type that would complain in a restaurant, you know? I have. You have. And that doesn't make you a bad person, but I'm not. Like right. I, it has you're to be, accommodating. they have to like spit in my face for me to complain. Right. Like I'm, I would hope, you know, I'm. I always try to be very, very, very kind to people to a fault sometimes. Um, like three years ago, mm-hmm. the subway next to my job, to my office, there was... The subway restaurant. Subway, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yes, the subway. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because that's why. It's like... The, like, the subway station. Right, the submarine <laughs> station because we're, you know, sea level. The subway um, by, my, by my house, by my office. Mm-hmm. You know, Subway during lunch, it gets like crazy. packed. And, you know, there's always that one obnoxious person, you know, ordering, always in a hurry. Uh, ordering for like, you know, five yeah. people in the office or whatever. And that day I was like really stressed out and I was like in a hurry and mm-hmm. it was taking forever. And the lady who helped me out, I could tell was new. Mm-hmm. And I was short with her. Mm-hmm. And. I know this sounds stupid, and I can't believe I'm saying this publicly. No. But I was short with her. Like, I remember she was like, oh, do you want me to toast the bread? And right. I'm like, no, 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 don't toast it. Um, and, and she was new. So she was, right. you know, you know. She was trying to help. but and it, it, You know, she was going to put, like, I don't know, something that I didn't want. Something. I'm like, no, 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 don't put tomatoes. Like, I was short with her. And the reason why I remember this very well is because this woman was like probably in her late 60s early 70s oh. and you could tell this was not her first job and i thought 
this woman is probably like my parents' age. Yeah. You know, who probably lost her job and needs to make ends meet. And here she is working at a subway because you do what you got to do. Right. And I felt so guilty when I left that subway. I know this is so stupid. stupid. I'm so sorry. I felt so guilty because I go to that subway a lot and I never saw her again. And I thought, what if she didn't make it? She didn't make the cut because like that. And I never, this happened like three or four years ago. I I never never forgot the woman because I'm like, I'm like this woman again, you know, right. La Pobre, she probably lost her job and now she, here she was, you know, who, who at 60, some 70 is, is like, let me go be, become a manager uh, in somewhere. Uh, or, 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 right, right. You know, be making, not that there's anything wrong with no, that, no, but no, after but, having another job, you know, nobody sees themselves no, yeah, doing that, starting brand new. You know, she was, ella estaba toda, toda dariada, and I was like, I wasn't my best version of myself with her. And I felt so guilty, like so guilty that I never, ever forgot her. Well, last week, I go to that subway, and she was there. (gasps) And I ask her, oh, my God, you still work here? Mm -hmm. Because I remember, I'm like, how long have you worked here? She's like, like three, four years. And I'm like, I remember when you started. And she's like, yeah, because the thing is, I usually work afternoons because I pick up my granddaughter and whatever. I take care of my granddaughter. So I usually work afternoons, but now in the summer or whatever, I'm working, whatever. And I tell her, look, you're probably not going to remember me because you see (laughs) probably hundreds of people in a week. But when you started, you know, I remember when you started that you were new and you, whatever, you you were like, one day I could tell you were new and you didn't really know what you were doing. And mm-hmm. I was like very short with you and I felt really guilty about it all these years. So I just want to apologize. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm mijito, no te preocupe. I don't know. No. <laughs> but I was like, no, I just want to apologize because I felt that, you know, I was like rude to you at a moment that like. And for no reason. For like, no reason. Yeah. For a, mo- you know, at a probably a really tough moment because you were starting this job that you probably didn't want to have and, right. you know, and doing, you know, whatever. I mean, I didn't go into detail with her, <laughs> but in my mind. And I don't know. I just, I, po- I apologize to her. But it was funny because it's like when you were talking about that, I was like, you know, it's one of those things that it's like a, a small thing. Yeah. You know, because I was very short with her and maybe that. You know, maybe she paid no attention to her to it, but yeah. maybe she did. Maybe she went home that day. She's like, "Hey, people are so rude," and you know. Or what if she went home that day and she quit? And, and because and, and right, and, and she, I never saw her again. Yeah, I was like, yeah. so I don't know. I just I always try to be just kind to people every day, and you know, some days you win, and sometimes some days you lose. But that's yeah. all that I try. And why do we end? <laughs> I know we were getting so maudlin. And you know what? I'm going to push you further down the modeling thing because I will say I've known you forever and I will say I know you had, you're you talking about that short moment you had, but I don't think that your son could ask for a better person to emulate. Oh, my God. Because you genuinely do care about people and that's just something that – listen, I wouldn't be friends with you still if you were an asshole. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, some people like assholes. Well, I mean, you have to have, you, I mean, you have to have one in the group. Like how many but, people you know, love Dan Bilzerian? <laughs> if it not, if it not, you know what? It's true. Maybe Dan Bilzerian in, in real life is like a total like. Maybe he prays the rosary every night before he crawls guy. into bed with twenty women. But yeah, I just try to be nice to people, it's and that not, that's not that hard. Anyway, everybody, on that note, <laughs> well, this took a turn. This really took a turn, like, at the last minute, too. This is like a, a Shyamalan twist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I see dead people. Oh, no. Are they behind me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Anyway, what are everybody? We hope you listened, laughed, and learned, and now cried. You may cried. have cried, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, there's no alliteration there, but. University of Phoenix. Commercial. Hashtag University of Phoenix dragon commercial. I'm telling you, the part with the little boy that he's like, he, you know, it's like the dragon. I was like, oh, my God. This like next. Like, where's the next commercial? But anyway, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned, and cried. Yep. And as always, grab your patelito. Listen, laugh, learn, and lagrimas. That's like a shirt. Another shirt. Another shirt. And thank you for joining us. That was our Diamond Jubilee. Our Diamond Jubilee, yes. We, we laughed, cried, and learned. Yes. All right, mi gente. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.